It's the bad guys with Earl Skakel and Chad Zubak. He turns to me and he says, Why so serious? He comes at me with the knife. Why so serious? Sticks the blade in my mouth. Let's put a smile on that face. And... Why so serious? In association with Inappropriate Earl on the Sit Down Zumak podcast, I bring you bad guys solo. No bad guys today, but with me as always, the great Earl Skakel. Earl, what do you got to plug off top? My ass. Um, <laughs> let me see. Uh, nothing really. I mean, the jellies is still on HBO Max and all that, but. Uh, I, um, no sh- I mean, there's some local shows coming up at the comedy store and uh, nothing, to be honest with you. So uh, maybe a trip to Austin uh, just to blend in with the net- natives, but uh, just for a day or two. I'm thinking about going to Austin uh, at the end of September, beginning of October. I should we should plan a show or something. Yeah, I'm trying to plan it around. I like to kill four birds with one stone. Like I'm trying to see if like Guns N' Roses will be in Texas or uh, maybe the Steelers play. And I don't think they do uh, just so I can cram a lot in uh, because I fly first class everywhere I go. So it has to be financially worth it. I gotcha. And yeah, you maybe uh, I'll see if I can get you on Kill Tony. I mean, uh, that's my dream. Uh, I've been on that show, I think, I think two times I was the Iron Patriot after that guy got fired. And, uh, and then two times I was on the panel. Uh, and then uh, that was enough for me. <laughs> we, should, uh, we should do a one-nighter, like a, like, a, like a Monday night or a Tuesday night with Pang Dang. <laughs> dude, he should make if he had any balls. No, I don't know that dude. He would go back to Austin, do kill Tony, just have people laugh it off. Uh, you know, I don't even, I don't know. I haven't talked to Tony since, but like, I don't even think Tony's probably that mad because he doesn't act. So it's not like he got taken off of a TV show or something. You know, I'm sure it sucks to get dropped by your agency, but. Like his podcast is successful enough where he almost doesn't need a manager or an agent. Like he can get his own shit and he can get, he can, he could get another agent or something. That thing, that story went away pretty quickly. Well, yeah, but you know, it'd be one thing like, um, it's like when the comedy store asked me which one of my roast battles I wanted on Instagram live. And I was like, I don't want any of them up. Like I'm on an all black cartoon right now. I, I can't have you showing a clip of me as the house racist. Like I don't want that up. So in my case, I was, I mean, I'm not big enough to get canceled, but like, since I was on a TV show, I was like, no, I, I don't put up any of my battles. Those those jokes don't really stand up very well, in my opinion. What year was that? 2016? I mean, I was on the show from late 2013 to about 2018. Uh, So, uh, you know, three years after that or four years, depending on what year they they showed. It's like they used to have a sign above my head when I was the heckler house racist whites only you know i I don't want that it was crazy i mean it it really looking back is insane what we got away with and one time they left the whites only sign up they forgot to take it down and the next night there was an all-black show and people were complaining (laughs) (laughs) well i mean it was a different time it was we were allowed to laugh at stuff and make fun of stuff yeah, I mean, it was, uh, I remember one time Dave Chappelle heckled me 
so he said something about me being Jewish. And then I was like, well, you're black. And he's like, well, what's the big difference? I'm like, well, at least your people learn the value of hard work. Uh, <laughs> my people learn when their skin boils. Uh, you couldn't do that joke today. Like you'd be accused of being racist and I guess xenophobic towards Jews. Like uh, it really was a magical uh, time. Those first like two years. I got to be honest with you. Call this what you want. I don't live in L.A., so I don't give a shit. I miss being able to make racist jokes with my black friends and just busting balls. I don't think there's not like blatantly racist and mean. I'm talking hilarious. Like, you know, where's my wallet? Stuff like that. Yeah, I'm sure Godfrey will love that joke. Uh, I, I mean, as long as they're funny, I think you can get a pass on them. Uh, you know, it's just like when they're mean spirited and there's no funny behind it. It was just like, okay, that's just racist. Um, you know, it's like if you saw the whole clip of Hinchcliffe, his whole act, and, and I'm not supporting what he said, but if you if you saw the whole thing and then you saw what Ping Dang did, which was kind of the opposite of what Tony was doing, making fun of white people, you go, okay, I get it now, you know? Yeah. But, it was a, it was a it was definitely a, yeah. It, I mean, you have to see that whole context. I mean, some of the things like I had one battler, uh, the time I was the house racist, uh, he comes and says, Hey, I got a gift for you. And it was a, kkk hood and so i put it on and i was like this, this is too small i can't wear this like that was the biggest problem was that it was too small uh, <laughs> but if you showed that clip on any uh, youtube instagram people would be like what the heck oh well, there's the ultimate uh oh i was trying to go to this this set you remember this set that's the funniest set i've ever seen him do <laughs> he was out of control he really was this guy, uh, Michael Richards. If you're watching the video, I'm, I'm showing the grainy laugh factory footage from, I don't even know what year it was. 2016. It was a while ago. 2006. I, yeah. But I mean, I, it's funny. I was talking about this, uh, like two nights ago. Like uh, it, it's not so much him saying the N word a few times. I, I think he would have gotten a pass on that, but it was the, I forget the exact line, but it was something like monkeys hanging from a tree upside down. Like that line came from the heart. Like, yeah. That, or we stuck something up your ass and hung you from a tree. Yeah. That yeah. wasn't just, you know, like when someone says too soon, when I do a joke, I always have my standard throwaway line of uh, no joke is too soon. I was doing nine 11 jokes before the second plane hit the tower. Uh, that's like a, I have that line ready. It just in case someone says too soon, like that line, Michael Richards did was not his go-to save line. It was, this is how I really feel. <laughs> so. I was li living in Hollywood at the time. I was like three years in. So I was around the scene and I had done shows with Michael Richards. Like, and uh, the guy was very full of himself, very standoffish. Um, and there were, I remember this. I think I'm, I did. I ever tell you the story? I think I talked about it on Kevin's podcast. So you used to have a tape recorder, like one of those old Walkman Sony recorders, and right. you tape his sets. So he put the Walkman in the booth, and he's you know in the Hollywood Improv, the the booth in the back. Yeah. So you put it there, and they, uh, ladies and gentlemen, please put your hands together for Michael Richards. Place go fucking ape shit because it's Kramer, and he would always run the lights. It always he started out with this big ovation because it's Kramer and it just would go down quickly and he can never recover. So Daniel Tosh is there and I'm sitting in the back with him and we're right by the booth. He goes, this is awful. I go, Shh, that's his recorder right there. He goes, who is? I go, yeah, he takes the recorder and he starts talking to the recorder. He's like, you fucking suck. You'll always be Kramer. You need Larry David. Get off the stage. You're wasting people's time. He's talking into Kramer's recorder, and I'm just laughing. <laughs> that reminds me of a story at the La Jolla Comedy Store. I won't say the girl's name, but uh, she got a guest spot, and uh, she gave her uh, recorder to Jeff Richards, the uh -huh. great Jeff Richards, uh, Mad TV, SNL. 
And uh, she's bombing right away. She started off with a musical number. Like she starts off with her back to the stage going like this. And then she starts singing some song like, we're going to tell some jokes. I'm going to make you laugh. Come on, Natasha. Yeah, I mean, it was just bad. (laughs) And Jeff, 30 seconds in, his hand is shaking so much from laughing, going, this girl's awful. What a cunt. This is the worst comedy I've ever seen. Who's trying to fuck her for this spot? And I'm like, Jeff, you're speaking into her microphone. Like, she hurt (laughs) And she came off stage crying and I'm, you know, I'm like, Hey, it wasn't that bad. I mean, it was bad. It, it might've been the worst set I've ever seen in my life. Uh, of course, this girl has major representation. Um, so yeah, you gotta be careful when you're giving your honest critiques to make sure there's no hot mics. Yeah. Yeah. And she has a Netflix special coming soon. Probably. Uh, she probably will. I know she's been, uh, uh, People, her managers tried to get her past the comedy store, and it's like oh, you got to be out of your mind. Tell me off my code is. I, I'm curious. I have a million names in my head, and she's. I'm friends with her. Like she's cool, uh, but it's like, wow. How do you have representation uh, out of control? Which brings me to this. Um, I watched it the other night. That's uh, the great Bill Duke and uh, Harry Dean Stanton from Escape from New York. No, that's not Bill Duke. Or um, Isaac Hayes. Yes. But I'm sure Bill Duke auditioned for that. You And you think Isaac Hayes got it over Bill Duke? Well, I think uh, John Carpenter strikes me as uh, the type that goes for oddball castings on purpose. Like, I'm sure he was like, oh, Isaac Hayes, he's never acted before. He'll have fun with it versus Bill Duke, who at that time, I guess, was... I think it's 79. Well, that was 1980. Car Wash was in a couple years before that. He was like a serious actor. So I could see uh, Kurt, Kurt, not Kurt Sutter, John Carpenter going for like a wacky type of casting for the, the Duke of New York. I will, I will 100% agree with that because that ties into the late, great Roddy Piper and, and uh, they live. He, that's an oddball casting. Yeah, I mean, he had never really uh, acted before, I don't think. Maybe in a wrestling movie before they live. But uh, yeah, it was that one weird wrestling movie that. Uh, and there's yeah. the great Ernest Borgnine, Adrian Barbeau, who was uh, in one of the uh, latter seasons of Sons of Anarchy. Still, oh, she really? Good. Yeah, she looked pretty good. I think it was like season, it's either season five or six, I think. Um, the Duke. I mean, yeah. Oh, he was great. Yeah, she had a fantastic rack. Yeah, I mean, and, and that's natural, too. So, uh, by the yeah. way, this whole scene right here, they filmed pretty much all of this in St. Louis. And I, I visit when I was in St. Louis at the Funny Bone. I went to all these sites just to see what it looks like now. And is any of it recognizable? Uh, yeah, if you really kind of look at it, it's cleaned up, obviously. They during this time, there was a big fire in St. Louis, so downtown was pretty much abandoned. So it was kind of a shithole, and they rebuilt it, and there's still that train station at the very end where they're keeping the president. Right. Uh, but, yeah, you could still check out some of the sites. Oh, here comes, here comes Godfrey. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Yeah. This is when the Duke of New York comes in. Oh, you got, should we put our mask on? <laughs> oh. We put Do I need mask? a mask? Yo, what's up, guys? Sorry, Godfrey, we got our Dude, mask where, on. I know. Where are you? You look like you're in Kabul. You're in the country, Chad? Oh, you're in Ireland? No, that's not Chad. That's my country, Nigeria. Nigeria! <laughs> look at that's you right. representing. <laughs> Were you in the oh, gym? Yeah, yes, that's it. If you have orange in it, it'd be Irish. <laughs> yeah, you don't look Irish. No offense. <laughs> nah, but we drink the same beer, Guinness. Uh, Do Nigerians and uh, Irish drink Guinness? Nigerians love nice Guinness beer. Hell yeah. The, the, the thick lager? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> are, you, are you at in the gym or something? 
No, I'm at a Nigerian restaurant. Oh. <laughs> Look at Jack. Wait, the one, the one on Fairfax? Not. Oh, there's one. On, no, you're talking about Ethiopia. Oh, my bad. That's, that's the eastern part of Africa. Mine is the original West Side. <laughs> you know, there was <laughs> one Nigerian pro hockey player. His name was Ruman. Oh, there's Niger. There's a Ginlay. The Ginlay is a Nigerian hockey player. There's um, Kyle Oposo, who's a pro. Uh, he used to be on the Sabres. He's a friend of mine. Oh, he's great. Another, yeah, there's a couple of Nigerians in hockey. Not many, but there's a few. What'd you say? Not many. I mean, their Olympic team is going to be a, a six-man team. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't expect there to be a many in hockey. Yeah, not, <laughs> I, I would imagine there's not many ice rinks in Nigeria. <laughs> no, no. They're not into the ice thing. <laughs> but, but I would but, think they would as, be. But as we make more money, as people can afford hockey because you know hockey is very <laughs> hockey's very expensive right yes yeah. <laughs> so they'll get there eventually what'd you say they'll get there someday no, I mean, no 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 and you know i don't think you saw that you saw that documentary of the hockey invented in nova scotia by black people did you yeah, see soul on ice no, that's Elridge Cleaver from the Black Panthers. I'm talking about Black Ice. Oh, okay. I'm I'm talking. Uh, <laughs> I call I call it Person of Color Ice because it's 2021. I can hear the podcast listeners turning off with us talking about blacks and hockey. <laughs> 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 Godfrey, it's all fact. they did it on thirty by thirty. I want to ask you a question. Uh, what was mm. it like working with uh, all those great legendary actors in that Chicago movie? What was the name again? Gary Indiana, original gangsters. Original gangsters. Now, mm -hmm. Godfrey, or, or I'm sorry, Earl, are you familiar with this film? I am not. I'm out of the loop. It was all the black exploitation. Um, Tam Greer, who was in Jackie Brown. Uh, Fred Williamson, Richard Roundtree, who was Shaft, the original Shaft. Jim Brown, who was Slaughter in the Black Exploitation. So I you know Jim Brown from the Cleveland Browns, the famous running back. Of course. Absolutely. Yes. And there was uh, Superfly, Ron O'Neill, Superfly, the original Superfly. There was also Wings Hauser. Remember Wings Hauser? My favorite B movie actor. Yes, Wings Hauser. I'm yes, showing the trailer right now. <laughs> Who's that guy, Duncan? That's There's Godfrey. That There's Godfrey. <laughs> There's Godfrey, and the, who are the, that looks like something's going down. Someone got killed. Someone got murdered. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> There's Fred Williamson, Jim Brown. Jim Brown, and they come back to avenge. And also, um, guess who else? From um, from um, Jefferson's uh, Isabel Sanford, Wheezy. Oh, wow, this is awesome. I'm That's super fun. I'm surprised Jim Kelly didn't get in this movie. I know that would have been. That's Chris Duncan from um, the Jamie Foxx show. Oh wow. So who's the bad guy in this? Since there are things bad guys. It's Chris Duncan. The lights. That's Shaheen, the rapper. That's Paul Winfield, legendary. Oh, Paul Winfield. Terminator. Man. Yeah, Paul Win And he was in uh, Star Trek 2. Star Trek 2, man. Now, did you have, like, interactions with Jim Brown and that hat on? Yeah, 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 yeah. It was... Wow, I have a pickup, man. Jesus Christ, this guy's boy. Wings, Wings Hauser must have felt real comfortable. They just go back there and they never come back. <laughs> oh, you order food and they just never came back. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, 
I'm gonna watch this. What is it? You gonna watch it? You yeah. Watch it. You should watch it. You should watch it. Yeah, man. I mean, I love that. Oh, look at it. Oh, look at the soundtrack. The ghetto. Your boy. Did you ever tell Willie D the Ghetto Boys was in the, that soundtrack? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Willie D is well, no, not Willie D, but um, Ghetto Street Boys. Bill's in it. Scarface is in it. Not Willie D. The Ghetto Boys are though. The Ghetto, no, not not all of them. Oh, I see what you're saying. Right, Ice T, Mob Deep. What did uh? Mob Deep, no, Mob and original gangs. Oh, oh, you mean the soundtrack? Okay. Yeah, I'm looking at the soundtrack right here. That's what I'm saying. Oh, I didn't know Mob Deep was in the soundtrack. Damn. What did Wayne's Hauser play? The accountant? <laughs> I don't I forgot what he played. <laughs> He's good at anything. <laughs> I mean, he must have felt real comfortable on that set. It was. It was a lot of white people. The director was Larry Cohen, who had uh, directed a lot of black exploitation films. He just passed away, kind of. Earl, were you into any black exploitation films? Like, what were you ones that you dug? Well, I read for white supremacist number twelve for original gangsters, but I didn't. Get it. Awesome. <laughs> then there was, was Eddie Eddie Bow, who was in Under Siege with. Remember Under Siege with um. Seagal. Uh, ah, with Seagal. Yeah, he's the big, bald-headed black dude. He's the lead gang guy in that one. Oh, he was. And he's from Chicago too. Yeah, he was all from. All, everybody's from Chicago. All of us from Chicago. Did uh, Tony Todd not get an audition notice for this? Oh, 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 oh. and Joe Pesci's brother, Frank Pesci, was in it, and Robert Forster. From Jackie Brown, Robert Forster. He was in that movie? Yes, Robert Forster. Yes. Wow. It's so sad. And Robert, uh, Robert's from Chicago, too. A lot of Chicago. I walk my dog every day by the restaurant Robert Forster would eat at, and he would just be at the first table eat, reading the script, usually. He was always nice. You recognize him? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, oh my god, dude, you're the bad guy from Delta Force. And he looked at me. He's like, I don't want to talk about. It. Who who was the bad guy from Delta Force? Robert Forrester. Oh, was he? Yeah, he played like an Arab terrorist. I mean, I don't know what his national nationality is, but he he plays a good uh, sweaty Arab. Oh, <laughs> the one with Chuck Norris and Lee Marvin and George Kennedy. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Kennedy is a rabbi and. Yeah, so. And Steve, the great black actor, you talk about exploitation uh, actors, and I don't know how he died, but he died pretty young was the black actor, Steve James. Oh, Steve, Steve James. Was, yeah, he he, he kind of looked like you, Godfrey, and I, I'm being serious, but he had a mustache. He was like a karate guy, but he was in all. He was an I'm going to get you, sucker. You remember? Oh, oh yeah, Kung Fu Joe. Kung Fu yeah. Joe. Yeah, he died kind of early. And Jim Kelly, Jim Kelly passed away not too long ago. Yeah, I saw him. I met him once at a vitamin store, man. And he, he still had the afro. It was a little shorter than it was in Enter the Dragon, but he was very nice and like Jim still Kelly? Great, yeah, still in great shape. Wow. Yeah, he died. Like he was only like 73. Yeah. Something like that. There's Kung Fu Jones. Uh, Jell-O fries. I mean, Jell-O fries with goat meat and I uh, ordered the uh, Lucy with pounded yam. Did he really know karate? Like yeah, yeah. He was like yes. he was, he was in the uh, American Ninja <laughs> Who's in American Ninja movies? Uh, Steve James. We're watching him right yeah. now. How old, how old was he? He was pretty young. I, I want to say he was below 50. I mean, he wasn't that old. It always sucks when martial arts guys die. Yeah. It's always weird when they die because you think they're, you know, you think they got the secret to not dying, you know? (laughs) When a martial arts guy dies, I just give up. I'm I'm quitting my class. He was only 41. Jeez. I know. Isn't that crazy? Was it cancer or something? I'm looking up. Uh, Pancreatic. That is so pancreatic. Oh, that's like, that's what Alex, that's what got Alex Trebek. Yeah, I mean, that's... That's what got Trebek. Well, that's what uh, got the bass player from the Cars who was like, I'm not gay, but that guy was beyond good-looking. And <laughs> Ooh, who was? 
uh, the bass player from the Cars. Uh, uh, he, was, he was just an incredibly good-looking dude. Well, the lead singer guy died. Rick O'Casey. Yeah. Yeah, he died. His wife left him over a, from 25 years of marriage, left him, and then he died after. But he got her back because he left all his money to someone else, not the wife or the kids. Are you serious? Yeah. Jeez. And they make pretty good money publishing. I mean, they had a couple yeah. big And you see, it's a miracle. <laughs> well, even on uh, the MTV back in the day, you might think it's foolish. No, they had the best videos, those creepy, those crazy videos. He was dope. Yeah. But the Just bass the player was, was like, long boots. he was what? like model good looking. And within six months of cancer, pancreatic cancer, he looked literally like a skeleton. It, it moves really fast. That's like crazy. I know. Wow. That's crazy. So. Wow. Yeah. I, you know, I know, I know, uh, of course I know. I hung out with, uh, I hung out with Gary Busey. What? Yeah, he my manager manages him now. He came to see me at the Left Factory. <laughs> Recently? Um, like about two years ago, two before the pandemic, like 2018 or something like that. It was pretty funny. He goes, he was like, when I came off stage, he's like, God for man, you just took over the whole stage. Everything's amazing. You just have so much energy and just said that's amazing. That's a good Gary Busey. Fuck what you heard. <laughs> There's him uh, electrocuting electrocuting he's like, he's, he's, he's like the wannabe Nick Nolte. Yeah. I'm sure they auditioned like for the same stuff back in the day. I'm sure they did. You know, you know, you know, I have the um Steve McQueen biography, right? Oh, and because a lot of a lot of um, like Clint Eastwood and um, Bronson and a lot of those guys were getting like losing parts to Steve McQueen. Right. And McQueen would like refuse some parts. And that's when like they give it to Eastwood or they would give it to Bronson because he was that guy that was getting everything at one time. Well, actually, he wasn't. And then when he finally was getting everything. You know, everybody else is getting the leftovers, you know? Well, yeah, it's like... Uh, which, which ended up being really good for a lot of them, really. You know? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think uh, Bruce Willis on the sidebar was like the seventh. Are you serious? Yeah, I mean, they wanted... The original choice was actually Frank Sinatra. And he was just, no, stop it. Shut up. On my word. Frank, Frank Sinatra for Die Hard. There was a book um, that Frank Sinatra had read that was Die Hard's based off of, and he was he was interested. But then when it became the Die Hard we know, he was like, I can't do these stunts and shit. <laughs> yeah, he's like, he's, like, he's like, I'm going to do Cannonball Run Part Two instead. He was good. <laughs> <laughs> Which was super dope, super super dope, yo. Yeah, those were yeah. fun movies. Yeah, yeah, that was those. Oh my God, Die Hard. Oof. That was when you. That was before you saw um, Family Matters. Dad, it's a gunshot. Oh, yeah, oh, Mr. Winslow. And then he played a cop on the show. <laughs> he got typecast. I was just on live with um, Urkel with Jaleel White. Just on live. I was just on live like uh, five days ago. I used to live in the same building as him and. He had like four cars, hot chicks every night. Good for him. Yeah, good awesome. for him. Good for Jaleel White. Yeah, I called him in the elevator. <laughs> Who was the uh, the black guy? Die hard. The computer guy goes. The quarterback was toast. I don't think this guy ever acted in anything. That was it. Hello. Uh, yeah. Godfrey, weren't you friends with the limo driver in Die Hard? Wait, the limo driver, the black kid? <laughs> yeah. You know that black kid was the kid, I think it was the same kid that in Blues Brothers. Remember he was reaching for the guitar? Yeah, that's the guy. You said you're friends with him, right? 
No, I'm not. Oh. Is he black? Godfrey knows every black actor in the business. Hey, aren't you friends with uh, Shabadoo Quignon? Okay. But I can... Okay. Okay. What's, ti- what's Tiny Zeus Luster like? Good. Oh, thank you. Okay. Hold on, hold on. I'm gonna All wash right. my hands. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll go ahead. We'll, we'll 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 carry this. I took a picture with Zeus at the comedy store. Is he really big in real life? He was about my height, maybe a little taller. He was a pretty big guy. You could tell he hadn't worked out in a few years. But uh, what's up? We're, uh, well, Chad thinks you know every black actor in Hollywood. <laughs> I, I, well, I, I would love to know every black actor, but some of them don't want to know you. <laughs> hey, uh, Godfrey, didn't you know that black guy who played the manager on The White Shadow? <laughs> yo, yo, I met Denzel four times. Oh, well, that's the black guy. I'm, I'm, I used to talk to Snipes. I've met Forrest Whitaker. Of course, I know Jamie. I've met uh, uh, Don Cheadle. You know, I've met, uh, I mean, I did that film. Oh, I did that film with Morgan Freeman, um, uh, Chain Reaction with Keanu Reeves. I was in that. You were in that movie? Oh, fuck. Yeah, I played like one of the students in the lab. Well, you know, uh, Denzel Washington was the original choice to play Tubbs in Miami Vice. Are you serious? Yeah. So was this before St. Elsewhere or after? This is probably right around the same time. That would have been cool. Denzel would have been cool in that too. Yeah, how do you yeah, how do you go from Denzel to Philip Michael Thomas? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, but the, the the guy who almost got um Don Johnson's part was uh, the blonde dude from Chips, Larry Wilcox. They were all Larry over the Wilcox. board. Wow. Dude, Larry Wilcox and Denzel Washington would be hilarious as Miami Vice. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Larry Wilcox belongs with Punch. Yeah, no, absolutely. Good for Eric Estrada. Get those. Wait, Eric Estrada, you knew who was going to get all the girls, though. Oh, yeah. I met him once at Best Buy. I actually thought he worked there because he had his back to me and he had a blue What's shirt there? on. And I asked, him, I asked him where the CDs were and he actually showed me. I'm sorry, I'm sorry dude. I really thought you worked here. <laughs> but it's nice to see someone like that have a sense of humor. Like some people probably would have been like, fuck you, dude. Like, you know, I don't know. Maybe a bigger fan. See- See, I'm eating while you guys are talking. I don't give a fuck. That's all good, dude. I just inhaled a burrito right before I hit click on the Zoom thing. Were you a Miami Vice fan, Godfrey? Because Earl's an expert in Miami Vice. I know. Isn't it Hans Zimmer with the theme song? No, it's, uh, let me see, uh, Harold uh, Faltermeyer. Yeah, he did Beverly Hills Cop. Hans Zimmer. No, no, uh, Harold Faltermeyer and then uh, Harold Faltermeyer did he did four he did uh, Beverly Hills Cop and Fletch. Did he do Axel F the yeah. song? Do, oh, yeah, do, 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 do. That's Axel F. Axel yeah. Foley. Um, the original script for Beverly Hills Cop ended up being made into the Stallone movie Cobra. I, I thought that he wanted, they wanted them to be, um, who, oh, oh, okay, Cobra with the green car, right? Well, yeah, because I think still, they gave Stallone first choice on Beverly Hills Cop, and he was like, I'm not funny. This is this is funny. I want it to be violent. Uh, so right. they, they turned it into uh, Cobra. That's in the- a good move. <laughs> sometimes, yeah. sometimes Hollywood, they're, they're, sometimes their choices are so silly. <laughs> Yeah, I know. They don't know what they're they want. Earl, did you did you know this? Well, how many years are you gonna not know what you want? When are you gonna get it right? <laughs> I don't know when they run out of ideas. Now, Earl, did you know this? This particular one right here, this I, I believe it was uh Miami Vice damned in the Dulce Dosham when they're putting tubs in prison. Yeah, I know, remember that one. He do you remember do you remember the guy in it? Uh, I mean, it's been a while, but those, I tell you, those first two seasons of uh, Miami okay. Vice were flawless. This guy right here. This guy right here. You know who that is? Well, it's not a great. Uh, your computer is the. Re- oh, Larry Fishburne. 
Yeah, Larry Fishburne was in Miami Vice. Dude, they have an unbelievable when you someone just put a list of the guest stars in Miami Vice, and it's a who's who. Liam Neeson. Well, Miami Vice was the first SBU where everybody showed up. Yeah. Ed O'Neill. Ed O, that's my favorite episode. He was so good as a rogue operative. Like it ain't an Al Bundy. Uh you know, you you would not go, oh, this guy could play Al Bundy. Leslie Nielsen, Leslie Nielsen was a serious actor. Yeah. Well, it's like the, all the uh the bad guys in Robocop were actually had never played bad guys before. They were all good guys, fathers, uncles, and uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Wasn't that the guy in um that 70s show, the dad? Yeah, Kurtwood Smith and then uh Ronnie Cox from the Beverly Hills Cop movies. Look uh, at Vinny, yeah. Vin Rams was in season one of Miami Vice with Harry. Oh yeah. Wow. Liam you know, I was Julia Roberts. I was in a table read with the guy from um, that 70s show. Kurtwood with, Smith. With, with Aaron Paul before he got on um, Breaking, Breaking Bad. Breaking Bad. Dude, did you know Chris Rock was on Miami Vice? Yeah. No way. Oh, yeah. Jesus Christ. <laughs> well, you know, Godfrey would appreciate this. That he was a recurring character until he pissed off Don Johnson, but the legendary New York street comic, Charlie Barnett, was... Uh, he was in like eight episodes of Miami Vice till he got kicked off. He pissed off Don Johnson. Yeah, I get. Well, he played like uh, the informant. He was always the guy who knew who like were the Huggy drugs. Were. Yeah, uh, and then uh, I guess he would always show up on set, fucked up on drugs. Yeah, Barnett. Yeah, and Don Johnson was like, I but you remember Beretta? Remember Beretta? Who was the other guy? Remember Rooster? Oh yeah, Rooster around too that guy i was a big fan Both of, of them Billy killed his wife <laughs> and what else and robert blake was also a little rascal yeah and he also i think briefly was managed by dante from golden artist entertainment dante <laughs> it's the no. it's the white dante the, the racist one. Oh, the white racist dante that's yeah. <laughs> The guy who all of a sudden was in the Black Lives Matter, even though he's in Ari Shafir's video offering black people free boat rides back to Africa. Yeah, I wonder. Oh, yeah. Was it saying that? Yeah, dude. He was. That's the funniest part was he's Mr. Black. You know, it's just stupid. But the funniest part is that he was on BET Comic View. I know. (laughs) Are you serious? I didn't know that. Yes. Oh my God! What a fraud. Comic view. It's like Gary Owens. And he's uh, on Ari Shafir's YouTube video, juggling basketballs. Yeah. And his big joke in the video was asking this black guy if he if he got his haircut cut at Fantastic Sambo's. What the fuck? <laughs> out wow. Of he's out of control. That guy. He's got to be stopped. Yeah, but- Dante is talking, he's talking shit from a distance. Yeah. He's not talking, he's not talking smack up close. <laughs> well, he's talking, not, talk- not comedy world. Listen, he is in the black comedy world. You think he's saying that up close? No. Well, in fairness to him, he did represent Ron Jeremy, maybe the biggest rapist in, in the entertainment business. Isn't he in jail? Ron Jeremy in jail? Yeah, for rape. Don, Dante will still book him at select gigs. <laughs> <laughs> now, that's a real bad guy, Ron Jeremy. That's a bad guy. <laughs> he used to show up at the comedy store, and I would get excited because I was a fan at the time before I knew the 800 rapes. And, uh <laughs> He would just fall asleep in Mitzi's chair. Like he had that disease, narcolepsy. It was really neat to meet a rapist. He should have done roast battle. He Alfred, it looks like he lost some weight. I think it's the camera lens. All right. You should walk no, around dude. in life with that. You've got that Orlando Woolridge body, dude. Just Orlando is the big O. Dude, I worked out with him once, dude. It was like 
we were the only two guys in the gym and surprisingly he wasn't that strong. He just had this, I mean, he had a, like a horse's body. It, it was, I it was, it was, Yo, so he, he, he passed away early too. Yeah. He passed away. I, I want to say from diabetes, but I, I might be wrong on that. Man, everybody you meet dies. I know. I'm at five people who have done my podcast have died. I'm like the podcast Grim Reaper. Oh, oh, damn. oh great. Thanks for having us on. Well, yeah. I, <laughs> hey, uh, if you're listening out there, Jeff Ross, do you want to do my podcast? <laughs> Jesus. Yep. What's Rose? <laughs> what? Oh, he already did my podcast. Damn, he survived. Well, there you go. He's Teflon, dude. Nothing touches that guy. Godfrey, who do you think some of the, the worst bad guys in cinema are? Like movie, TV, guys who stuck out like evil. They were awesome at it. Um, They're the just guys, legend, legendary. Guys that went against uh, Boogaloo Shrimp and Breaking. Ooh. <laughs> it looks like your mama's calling. <laughs> Ooh. We'll see you at the battle. Ooh. Look like he's trying to dance. <laughs> Let's <laughs> roast. They were the work. Can we find? Can we find footage on that one? Yeah. What was his name? When they're in front of the uh, bodega, the little store, and the two their rival battlers come up to them. What was the guy's name? Oh, it's so good, so good. What was the guy's name? It was Poppin' Taco. Shabadoo Quinones. And it, it will. Well, that was Shabadoo and Turbo. See, I know my shit. You know your shit, bro. You know your shit. <laughs> <laughs> Is Shabadoo still? Did he die? He passed away. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think he did a buddy movie with Jamie Masada, and neither one has been seen since. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> speaking speaking of which, Godfrey will be at the Laugh Factory this Wednesday. I love it. <laughs> no, I'm gonna get. Well, actually, just Wednesday, but Thursday through Saturday is Cobb's Comedy Club. Oh yeah, go there. San Francisco. Who's Those are the gigs for you, uh, Larry Bubbles Brown. That sounds like a gig he'd muscle in on. <laughs> Where, where's what, is that? The guy right there? Yes, Papa Taco. Yeah, Papa <laughs> Taco. That's kind of racist. Yeah, I know. <laughs> but that's it was L.A. Wait. Right, Isn't that the guy in the black hat? Didn't he play Calderon in Miami Vice? Did he? No, I'm serious. I think he did. Oh, here they go. Yeah, them. His name was <laughs> Bruno Pop and Taco Falcon. Oh, Pop and Taco Falcon. Wait, I think this guy played keyboards in uh, El DeBarge, if I'm not mistaken. <laughs> There's nothing like being tough with a feather earring. I know. Did you hear that, Godfrey? <laughs> what? He's like, I think this guy may played keyboard keyboards in El Barge. <laughs> oh, that's hilarious. Before he hit his wife. <laughs> you, met Tur- <laughs> you met Turbo too, right, Godfrey? Yeah, he made me mad. <laughs> I told you what he did, right? Yeah, didn't you like say try to give him some respect and he started dancing? No. I was I was driving and I pulled up and he pulled up you know, on the, at the light. And I was like, oh, man, Turbo, what's up? And he goes, hey, man, he points. Do you, can you guys see me? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. He, he points at me, and then he, and then he goes, see you later. Uh, oh, brutal. That made no way. He just went like, no, he went like that. He went, he goes, hey, man, what's up? Oh, and that's I, like I didn't even Hollywood. I take the weight back. I don't beat it. That's like a hack prop comic <laughs> doing his doing his catchphrase. <laughs> Goody Google. Isn't a uh, pup and taco? Isn't he opening up for Butch Bradley at L.A. Comedy Club uh, this week? <laughs> Butch Bradley. Holy shit! No, Butch. Butch is in Vegas. I saw him. He's like the king of Vegas. Oh yeah. Good for him. He was always nice to me. Do you know him well, Godfrey? Uh, he's always awesome to me. <laughs> Godfrey, let me see if you remember this one. This is right up your alley. And I know uh, uh, Earl will jump in. You remember this episode where 
gangsters came to the San Francisco house? Of course, house? of course. And they, they were having a party, and he tried to charge them. <laughs> he said, if you don't want to pay, I'm going to give you two, two lumps with this baseball bat. <laughs> Watch, he's going to grab the baseball bat. Yeah. And they're gangsters, right? Mm-hmm. He says, you're having a party here, aren't you? That guy's obviously from New York. That guy's yo, yeah. Whose party is this? It's mine. And if you don't pay, you're gonna get two little bumps on the top of your head with his baseball bat. <laughs> that's, a, that's a pretty good red fox, actually. Really Thank you. Can you do a Lamont? Say, Pop, what are you doing, Pop? <laughs> what you mean, dummy? Is that Bruce Bruce in the leather jacket? <laughs> for, for the weekend. That's the precursor to Patrice O'Neill. Jesus. I think Damon Wilson is still alive. Yeah, he's still a, he's a preacher. Oh, okay. Yeah, these people find God after the rolls dry up. <laughs> <laughs> he's a t- <laughs> Earl, when are you gonna start finding the Lord then? <laughs> Dude, uh, I don't know, man. I'm waiting to be on uh, anything with the word Jeff Ross presents and I'm not giving up. <laughs> Jeff Ross. <laughs> Jeff Ross presents the Holocaust. Don't think he wouldn't do it. <laughs> Dude, I'm kind of glad that the roasts are kind of done. I'm tired of seeing people. Yeah. I mean, but they still at the comedy store, roast battle is still a weekly thing. I don't know who the hell roasts. Battles I don't anymore. Yeah, I'm so tired of that. Oh, now we're roasting uh, Taylor Swift. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> That's why I, I like uh, I liked Hannibal on um, the uh, Justin Bieber roast. He just looked at him like, I don't like your music. I'm just here because it's going to help me. <laughs> kept it real. Awesome. Like he was serious. He's like, I don't like your music. I don't like you. I just know it's going to awesome. help me get gigs. That's so good. Good for Hannibal. No, I call it. Hannibal has a baby now. He does? Yeah, man. I was talking to him on FaceTime. He called me and he had a baby in his hand, a brand new one. I heard he moved to another country. Is that true? No, nah, he's in America. Oh, okay. Somebody told me that. He's here. To another country. What do you work for? MSNBC spreading room? <laughs> He's here. Earl, do you know this this movie? Um, I'm gonna need, uh, I can't turn up the volume or they'll kick me off. No, it's all good. Yeah, no, I got it. Uh, I don't. Oh, that's um, Uptown Saturday Night or Let's Do It Again or Piece of the Action, one of them. You just nailed it. Let's, let's do it again. I thought that was Grand Bush. That's Calvin, that's Calvin Lockhart. Who's from the Bahamas, and that's Sidney Poitier, who's from the Bahamas. This They're is the both movie. Bahamian. This is the movie where the Biggie Smalls got his name, right? That's right. That's right. And um, that's um, John Amos um, during you know good times. That's the and, dad. Uh, and uh, Die Hard Two. Let's not forget that. That's right, Die Hard Two. He was dope with Die Hard Two. God uh, damn. Uh, and let's not forget. And let's not forget in the uh, at the end of Die Hard 2, my buddy was in that movie. And yo, and John Amos came to the comedy cellar. Oh, really? Did you talk oh, to him? And there's, there's, and there's Bill Cosby, everybody. <laughs> Out on bail. <laughs> he was probably just started raving back then. What'd you say? I'm th- he probably was just starting to rape back then. And yeah, you see that guy with the glasses with the mustache? He was in the Mac. Okay. You ever see the Mac with Richard Pryor? Uh, it's been a long time. I'm not going to lie. Yeah, Richard Pryor and Max Julian. I'm gonna. I want. I want the soundtrack. I can't find this soundtrack. Let's do it again. You just look up. Let's do it again. This it's with Jay and the and the um when he was a boxer, Jimmy Walker. Jimmy Walker. Yeah. Look on YouTube. Dante actually does represent right now. Dante's booking Jimmy Walker? Yeah. (laughs) I thought he don't like black people. 
Well, he does, but he's lying low until the next group of uh, riots, I mean, protests start. He, oh, he, okay. Yeah, he likes if he can make money off of it. Well, yeah, sometimes people can suspend their hatred to make a little revenue. <laughs> I think Dante now is signing every Afghan comic he can get his hands on right now. <laughs> Called the NFL. Yeah, oh, Jesus. And the NBA. <laughs> that gay dude on the Raiders, he must be in hog heaven in an NFL locker room. All those fucking 10-inch dicks. <laughs> now I'm doing bits. We're <laughs> doing your closures. I'm just saying, like, there's a lot of big dicks in an NFL locker room. <laughs> and the asses. I mean, like, that's just like, it's like Ralphie May at an actual buffet. What are you? What, what about uh? Maybe not. Godfrey, what about um? Denzel Washington and Training Day. Do you think that's one of the top ten bad guys of all time? Hell yeah! Oh my god! What? Yeah, Jesus! Oh my god! You know who else? You know who else? Underrated. The uh, the first Superman. Those three bad guys. They were awesome. The chick. Remember the chick and man. And the funny thing is. The guy who wouldn't talk, you know, the big, huge guy. Yeah, the big bearded. I had him on my podcast. He was like seventy years old, and he came over to my house. And <laughs> like, are you serious? His background is amazing. He fought George Foreman. He was a world champion, a world class uh, heavyweight boxer before he started acting. Really, he looked like he looked foreign, like Serbian or something like that. No, his name's Jack O'Halloran, and. Uh, Wow. Dude, it was a trip. He came over and he was probably 70. This is just a few years ago. And he's still a big dude. Like he's shrunk a little. Like well, I didn't, I wouldn't think that he would not be big still, no. Yeah, no, he's still, I mean, you wouldn't want to mess with him. He's still very like broad-shouldered and uh there he's yeah, there. Oh, wow, these guys were awesome. They were so good. Oh, you know who that guy is? That's the guy from the Limey. That's him. And uh, Wall Street, he played uh, geckos like me. Yeah, yes, yeah. Aaron Stan. Limey? You ever see the Limey? I've never yeah, seen oh, the yeah. Limey. What's the, who's in the Limey? Aaron Stan. The guy that's in the center. He was in the Limey when he was older. Yeah, they were good, man. They were good. And the chicks. Yeah. Who is that lady? Her name, her Sarah Douglas. Yeah, she was great. They were, they were great. Sarah Doug, you remember Sarah Douglas? That's great, I dude. I just have a lot of time on my hands. <laughs> Gene Hackman was so funny in these. Who was that? Gene Hackman. Oh, you know who else? You know who was a fantastic bad guy? I'm sorry, Ian McE McEwen. And what? I mean, as Magneto? Whoa, man. Oh, okay. I thought he was fantastic. One of the most mellow evil guys. I have to check that oh, one out. Oh, I thought, I thought um, also, um, what's his name? Was badass. Tim Roth in The Hulk. Man. Yeah. I loved him in that. He was so good at that shit. <laughs> he was dope, man. You want to know the ultimate superhero film? What's the ultimate superhero film? Here, I'll show you right now. This is the ultimate DC film. In Wonder one Woman with uh, Caitlyn Jenner. <laughs> right here. <laughs> right there, Godfrey. That Richard Pryor? Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. This is when they were running out of ideas. Yeah, Richard's like, put me down, motherfucker, shit. He's like, wait a minute, I think I see an eight ball down there. Let's stop on. <laughs> and Superman's like, stop snorting coke. I'll take you up. Man, let me go, goddammit, shit. <laughs> Leave me alone, motherfucker, shit. Like I don't trust no white man that can motherfucking fly, Jack. <laughs> <laughs> you got to put me down, goddammit. I'm going to whoop your ass, Jack. <laughs> Shit, I got kryptonite in my pocket, motherfucker. One, who knew one day that guy would fall off a horse and die and the other one? <laughs> Stop, man. <laughs> Stop. 
Dude, do we should we should pitch this show like Mystery Science Theater, and the three of us just watch shit and make fun of it. Hey, there's worse ideas out there. <laughs> no, I'm serious. I don't put down anyone's idea. Like this could go late night on FX or something. But it's just something it's just stupid. just a matter of people wanting to work with you. Yeah. This is a matter of wanting to work with you because there's some people who have shitty ideas but they just like that particular person and they just want to do things for them it's a it's a it's a it's a it's a it's telling you it's like a popularity contest and i think if in every episode godfrey should be eating yes. yeah that's that's the hook it's called dinner with dinner in a movie with godfrey and dinner with schmucks and we're your co-host oh. yeah <laughs> It's kind of like VH1, that metal show, like Eddie Trunks, the host, and John da- Don Jameson and Jim Florentine are the co-host. That'd be Eddie, cool. Eddie Trunk, boy, he was fucking great to watch on High Death. <laughs> <laughs> we get it. You know who the eighth bass player in Dawkins was. Let's just give the mic to Florentine. Uh- <laughs> Are you Godfrey? Are you into '80s hair metal at all? I'll guess no. <laughs> no, I'm, you'd be surprised. Are you what? into '80s? Are you into '80s hair metal at all? In the in the '80s, what '80s hair metal? Like, like 80s. yeah, like Snake, White Snake, and all those yeah. guys. Of course. What are you talking about? I told I you, know. Earl. What do you I mean, Def Leppard. I mean, Def Leppard, Rat, all those guys. Right now, you look like you could be uh, the guitar player in Living Color, man. With the <laughs> Vernon Reed, and you know, I know Vernon, and I know, I know uh, Corey Glover. I talk to Corey every once, uh, Corey every once while I call him up. Dude, they were so good. They, you know, their problem was they were too good. Like, yeah, music. but that's not fair, though. I know. <laughs> I mean, you got seven hundred white rock groups, and you got one black rock group, and they can't survive. That's bullshit. Well, I think the problem was they would wear those body glove uh, wetsuits <laughs> on stage. And then you, you saw like Corey Glover had like a 10 inch dick. And it's like you couldn't keep your eye off. <laughs> and cult of personality? Yeah. You didn't know what the hell was going on. And then Vernon Reed's balls are like, you know, those body glove suits are form fitting, man. I didn't know he was going to have on Carl Lewis's 84 tracksuit. <laughs> yeah. You got a 10 inch dick, man. You got to wear some baggy pants to cover that hog up. <laughs> I wouldn't know about that, but like, I mean, I got a hammer, but it ain't 10 inches. No, show No, show the, show the, show the, uh, the original video. Okay. That one song I really liked, the Glamour Boys, about I don't know. It was just a yeah, yeah. catchy. Glamour song. Boys. I them. I had them on my um when I was at Sirius XM, I had Living Color on my Sirius XM show. Oh, right. cool I was in stu- I was in studio for that. I was on mic. Yeah, this is a badass video, man. He was he, and he can sing his ass off. Oh, this was musically one of the better bands from the era, man. But it's just like, of course Mussolini. Guys Ver- Vernon crazy. wrote this whole song. He wrote the lyrics too. Yeah, Vernon's dope. If you ever get a chance, watch Cult of Personality when they're on Saturday Night Live. It's one of the most amazing performances. I will. I will. I will, man. Like Mussolini. What key was that in, bro? (laughs) Gandhi. Three coyotes just showed up to my door. When I was a kid, before the lyrics, I didn't I didn't know. I thought they were saying, I need a cough drop. I need a cough drop. I need a cough drop. (laughs) I don't like this video. They're showing all those white people aged up. Racist bastards. <laughs> <laughs> Guys probably playing double bass. Did you think it was I need a cough drop? I, when I was a kid, I swear to God, I didn't know. <laughs> tell you what I'm going to need is to start singing again. <laughs> I'm the cult of 
I was like, oh, don't be shit. I need a cough drop. I, I didn't know. I guess I'm not going to be in uh, Josh Adam Myers comedy jam anytime soon. No, you might be. You might be. That's one of the funniest thing I've ever. <laughs> I need a cough drop. I need a cough drop. I didn't know. Oh, that is, isn't it funny how you hear certain songs you thought they were saying this, and you're like, "Oh my god!" Yeah. Oh, that is really funny. <laughs> I missed the boat on that one. Wait, Josh, you're messaging me right now. Can you bring Theo Vaughn? <laughs> oh, I need a cough drop. God damn. I've heard got, it all. Godfrey, you're uh, you're going to be on Snoop Dogg's new podcast or something? Well, his new show is called, uh, you know, Dumbest Criminals with Snoop. So it's just us and a bunch of comics. Russell Peters, Apion Croc, a bunch of people just talking smack about videos. And then I did some sketches to reenact some of the videos. I did that last week. Oh, okay. And you're and at- then I, I just did his interview show too. He interviews people too. And you're on, um, you're at Cobb's comedy this Thursday through Saturday. Is that's the 19th through the 21st, the night, eight, 19th, 20th, 21 Cobb's comedy club and fisherman's Wharf. It's a great club. San Francisco, San Francisco. Let's go. Yeah. So go see Godfrey. And uh, he's a big Instagram star. He has like Tiffany Haddish on and Urkel. And I want to say thanks for, uh, thanks for Ontario, man. People showed out, man. Oof. Tore their asses up. Artie Fuqua was the host. Artie's hosting all your shows, huh? Well, he doesn't host them all, but when he, if I can get him out there, he, he wants to get out so badly. I try to get him on some some dates, you know. Does he fly you out in a Walmart jet? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> and Earl, what are your plugs one more time? I know we plugged up top, but you got to follow your, you're on YouTube, right? I'll be at Jeff Ross's pool party uh, Saturday from <laughs> 2 to 4. Trying uh, to open up for a uh, open mic or uh, comic he has impaled on his dick. Uh, and then, I, no, I'll be at the comedy store a few times a week, uh, this week. I'm not sure when. but uh, Yeah, the, 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 new, uh, the uh, comedy seller just canceled all my spots because I'm unvaccinated. Really? What? Yep. How do they tell you that? Do they ask you get the vaccine and you'll you'll get your spots, or the, and you say no, and they're like, okay, you know, if no. you get it, if you get it, you'll get back in. Yeah, they just they just canceled them today. How do they know? Did they just you had to turn a card in at a certain time? Well, no, I was taking a test. I was I was testing every night. Well, if you test, then what's the problem? Yeah, exactly. That's bullshit. Yeah, man. All right, save that for another podcast. We'll we'll get into it. All yeah, right. You'll never get why well, you're in shape. You take care of yourself. Like you know, I, I don't. I don't think you would ever get it. Hopefully, but even if you did, it would. I don't think it would. It would be like the flu to you. Well, check it out. Tim Dillon just got it, and he already got the. He already got the 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 test or the the, the shot. And he's like 400 pounds and he's fine. Oh, Tim got it, huh? Yeah. After he got the Johnson and Johnson shot. Oh man. So what are we doing? What's the problem here? Well, they, Did I you think get it? Shapiro, what a shock. Yeah, no, I didn't get yeah. it. I'm not getting it. I don't trust the government. I'm not going to die from it. And if I do, that's what the Lord wanted. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll see you. Uh, I'll see you on the five on Fox News, Chad. <laughs> um, yeah, d- definitely. I'm gonna pitch this show to somewhere. I got, I got friends. I'm gonna hook this up, Godfrey. I got you a show. Set it up, uh, right. Brennan Productions. <laughs> Kevin Brennan. Pro- <laughs> I Wait, got him. Before we go, uh, are you back on MLC? I don't understand wh- what happened. Can you talk about it or no? Yeah, I can talk about it. I, I quit because I was just fed up with the fans and everything i just it was was just i put a lot of work for little in return and then me and kev had a nice conversation and let's just say it's worth my time now 
Okay, you've been financially compensated. Well, there's a lot of things that have been more compensated. So I'm not going to put in my time and get, you know, just get beat up for no reason from the fans. So now, now beat me up yeah. and I'm fine with it. <laughs> so, yeah, I'm back. Well, maybe we'll have Earl on. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm got to come on. I'm only on when Godfrey's on eating quinoa. That's right. <laughs> you pounded that quinoa, dude. Quinoa. Well, I, pre- I appreciate it, guys. Uh, you're two of my favorite people in comedy. And go see these guys live if you get the chance. Definitely follow them on social media. They're both active. And we'll uh, see and, you next. What's yeah, that? I'll say one more time this week. Cobb's Comedy Club. Fisherman's Wharf, Bay Area, August 19th to the 21st this week, starting Thursday through Saturdays. Let's go. No, and plus follow your Instagram. Uh, oh, my Instagram, Comedian Godfrey. That's you're, right. you're on there nonstop, so you can interact with them. Yes. All right. And I'll give directions to Jeff's house. Uh, you make a left <laughs> on Franklin, a right at the smell of money, and uh, another left. <laughs> The smell of horrific open mic comedy writers, and uh, I'll be there from two to four. Let's roast. All right, that's a wrap. Thanks for listening. Bye. It's the bad guys with Earl Skakel and Chad Zubak.